to the podcast again for South Point. Uh, I am Matt Bombay, and I am with... Tegan Bombay. Back by popular demand, she is here in full force while Pastor Josh is away on work. I was going to say, tell them the truth, back by lack of other options. Tegan, you are the best option. Oh my goodness. So um, here we are, Mm -hmm. you and I, Mm -hmm. just staring Mm -hmm. at each other across the table. Yeah. um, About to do podcast for church. How are you feeling on your second podcast? Oh, I'm good. This is totally natural. Oh, you, you were born to be a star? Not really, but I mean, I don't know. I've got a, I got enough of a history now that it doesn't make me uncomfortable. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've got a history. I mean, I've had lots of opportunities to prepare for this moment. Oh, this is your bright, shining one <laughs> moment? Your 15 seconds of fame? I think so. All right. Yeah. Well, it's going to go viral. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what, yeah. do you, what constitutes viral, by the way? I think viral is... Nowadays, I think it has to be over a million. Over a million? Oh, yeah. For viral, even more than a million. Even okay. even like on TikTok or Reels or things like that on Instagram, you see things that like millions of people have viewed it, but it's like, oh, never even heard about it. Didn't even make the news. Whereas like five to 10 years ago, if somebody had a million views on one of those videos, the local news would be calling you. You'd have a shot. You'd be on Ellen. But now it's like everybody's a star. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember a few years ago you had a uh, a Facebook post. Yeah. That was about like the idea of it's okay if your house is messy. Yeah. And people are coming over. Yeah. People called me a slob. <laughs> yeah. And yet you had. And I disconnected the page. <laughs> but you had literally hundreds of thousands of people view that and share yeah. it and like it. and It was me and um, my friend Elise on our blog that we had. Yeah. And I wrote, we would just like tag team posts. And I wrote this one because I was like scrambling to clean up my house when this woman was coming over with her kids. And she was the last person on earth that I should have been like worrying about that. I just wanted to hang out with her. Right. And I felt like the Lord told me to just like stop what was the point of me scrambling and stressing out over it? Just be in the moment. So I wrote a post and then it did. It said, I think it got like on the Facebook stats, millions of people, it went across their page. So yeah. who knows what that means, but. Well, I know, I've always known you're, you're a big deal. Oh, so, I yeah. know. Because yeah. here I am 16 years later, finally becoming the person that you expected uh, we're, me we're to not be. Gonna, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. fight. So I don't want to fight. So tonight <laughs> we are going to be discussing mm-hmm. what kind of happened in our church service this past week okay. in regards to finishing up our series on what would Jesus do. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the idea of this idea of protecting your progress mm-hmm. and that, you know, through prayer and through rest and through surrounding himself with people and kind of going, I mean, God had, Jesus had God as his kind of, you know, person to throw things to and get advice from, but surrounding yourself with people. This idea that during the pandemic and during hard times in life, we need to protect our progress because it's so easy to take 
three, four, five steps in the right direction. You know, you, you start praying well, you read your Bible a little bit more, you're, you're, you're kinder and nicer to people. You even throw on the occasional worship song, you know, you get your, your worship on with Maverick City music and life is great. And then something happens. Uh, controversy, tension, work, you know, like things go bad and then, you know, they go bad in threes apparently, right? Like, or, or pandemic hits and we have all these, our faith is challenged and our faith is shook and all those things. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about just the idea of protecting your progress. So what does that mean to you? What, how, how do you do that in your daily life? Or, or, or is it a struggle like maybe mm-hmm. the majority of us? Every time you say protect your progress, my mind always wants to say protect your peace. And I think for me, it's because the idea of progress to me is the idea of peace. I think that all of these things in our lives are ultimately directing us and pointing us to be a person and in a place and mindset of peace. And so for me, when I start to get like rattled, discouraged, anxious, or I can feel like I'm taking a few steps back, it usually will manifest and show up in ways that look very unpeaceful. Okay. Does that now, make sense? Yeah, no, okay. I think I think like you are somebody who thrives on routine and mm-hmm. you thrive on consistency. Yes. And so when things seem chaotic, mm-hmm. you can call it chaos, you can call it disorder, you can call it lack of peace. Mm-hmm. You you get thrown into somewhat of a turmoil. Now, what mm-hmm. if what if God is the one stirring I heard someone call it stirring your, your nest. Yeah, yeah. What what if so, God is doing that. How yeah. do you distinguish between, you know, protecting the peace, as you've put it, mm-hmm. um, versus God wants to shake that up in your life? Well, I think when God, when it's God, it usually comes in the form of challenge, right? And in a way that you can maybe see um, with a foreshadowing view of how this is going to benefit you or how he's drawing you to be... Um, just a a better person or to bring you along in your journey a little bit further. And it's really uncomfortable and it's irritating and annoying, but I think it's different than when the enemy is trying to either distract you or disrupt you or get into your weakness or derail you. I think there's a difference. Like the whole idea of stirring your nest is like the idea of a mama eagle will do that to her babies, right? Where she disrupts the nest or when she teaches them to fly, she'll drop them and let them fall and try and find their wings, but then we'll catch them at the last minute, right? And so I think there's a difference between that and just being maybe attacked. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about that, like, uh, from the book of Nehemiah, Mm -hmm. like the idea that Nehemiah had this desire to go back and build the wall. He, he, you know, God called him to do great things. Mm-hmm. And uh, he felt that it was the Lord telling him to do this. So he went back and, and as he was trying to build the wall, the enemy came where the wall was weak, where there were mm-hmm. holes in the wall, where there were gaps in the wall yeah. and continually kind of tried to penetrate in there to get into that moment, into that weakness spot. Now, so I talked about how we need to protect 
those weak points, mm-hmm. those gaps in our lives. Mm-hmm. Now, I've learned over the years with you and I mm-hmm. that there are a couple things that I think are true. Yes. Now, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. I'm sure you will anyways. <laughs> yeah, number one. Yes. W- I talked about how you needed to bring people into the rubble, bring yep. people into the messiness of your life. Mm-hmm. How... Um, how do you find that goes well with you? <laughs> Not very good. Yeah. I well, I will. It's kind of funny because your message on Sunday, and then I listen to Rick Warren's podcast every morning while I get ready for work. I listen to Rick Warren while I get ready, and then I listen to the Joyce Meyer podcast while I'm driving to work for that ten minutes. And they're like my mom and dad, spiritual parents in the morning. But anyways, um, Rick Warren's messages this week have been about the idea that you need to um, basically protect like protect your progress. He's talking about that and get rid of the things that you know are your weaknesses and how you can do that and how you can avoid them and um, how you can bring people in. You need to be a part of a small group and confess those things maybe just to one person that is close to you. That never goes well for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, I had two very vulnerable conversations this week with two friends okay. that are close with me. Stop touching. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a fidgeter. Yes. I don't, I'm sorry. I'm touching the mic, everybody. Um, I had two vulnerable conversations, one with someone who's been probably my best friend over the last 15 years. No, 10. I've only been here 10. Never mind. <laughs> and I then think 11 this month. We, we, yeah, we've been here 11 years as of last week. We yeah. moved here. We got yeah. here on Halloween. Yeah. So, so anyway, someone who's been close to me the whole time that we lived in Saskatoon. Actually, two people that I've been really close with. So, And for me, in those conversations, maybe, I don't know if they recognize it or not, but for me, it was letting my guard down, admitting where I've been weak, admitting where I haven't been the best of a friend, the greatest of a friend, and apologizing if I've hurt or if I haven't given back in the relationship. And so, yeah, and I guess like typically... I'm mostly reminded of the spots where I'm weak or where I need some help in from you. Mm. And so we had just had some of the same conversations the week prior where you had pointed out some weaknesses in my life that I needed to work on. And then once you did that, I was able to actually see how those come into play in my other relationships with friends at work and things like right. that. And so. I think that brings me to my second mm-hmm. point, that when we bring people in to help us with the gaps, mm-hmm. sometimes a spouse or the closest person to you, mm-hmm. it's that weird conundrum you're in because they truly can see, mm-hmm. but they're probably the last person you want yeah. to have tell you that. And I think over the years, we've come to that conclusion with each other that, uh, I'm an Enneagram eight, so mm-hmm. I am, I'm a strong, um, kind of firm, loud. <laughs> not not always loud, but I do get um, I get loud when I get get on my my Enneagram eight defensive. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I need challenger. someone. To, I'm a challenger by nature. Yeah, sure. It's really fun to point out some blind spots too. Yeah. Great um, times. And then, and then you're an Enneagram <laughs> five. So oh, I know everything. You know everything. And then when I challenge you, I also have to wait three to five days before I get a response. Oh, stop. Oh, see, there we go. Right. Um, and, and so we've come to the conclusion that it really has to choose the battle, the, the hill you're going to die mm-hmm. on when it comes to bringing something up. Yep. And I think when it comes to relationships and family and friends, uh, those are hills worth dying on. And I mm-hmm. think when it comes to spiritual life, those are hills worth dying on. Yeah. And then there's other things in life that I'm like, meh, you know what? It's not worth it. And I'm sure you've said that over the years. Meh, it's not worth it. Yeah. Um, and and so it's it's just interesting that we have got to be very careful who we bring in mm-hmm. to help into our rubble, right? Into yeah. the messiness of our lives. Because we also don't want everybody to know. Yeah. And if you bring the wrong people in, it won't take long before everybody knows anyways, <laughs> yeah. right? Because yeah. there's no such thing as a real secret often anymore, mm-hmm. which is sad but yeah. um okay and so <clears throat> with this idea of like bringing people into the rubble mm-hmm. why do we find it so hard why do you find it why why is this so hard even when the bible says to confess your sins to one another mm-hmm. why don't we want to do that it's pride it's our it's not wanting to expose our weaknesses. Um, and for different people, it's more difficult because some are have a very challenging time of not being vulnerable and letting that guard down. Other people struggle with letting too much in or letting too much out and sharing too much and oversharing, right? So um, I don't know. I think it's just if we... For me, when I, my biggest, my core fear as the Enneagram five is looking stupid. And so I don't want to look dumb in any situation. I don't want to look uneducated in any situation or discussion as you staring at my hair and how I look stupid. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking at your fun bun. <laughs> your, it's something. What is it? That, what are they called? Top knots? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. It's strong. Um, and it's hard. Like um, when you, when you're afraid of feeling or looking weak to let your guard down and say, I'm struggling with this, or I've done this, or I misspoke here, or maybe I let you down there. It's really hard because I think it makes us feel like we're giving over our power to people. Yeah. Or, or the opposite, like those are all like, I've done this. Mm -hmm. Um, which for me, I jokingly said to somebody today that I, I'm sorry if you mistook my response in this email as a dot, dot, dot. And I said, I've said enough sorries today, which was just the one to last me the month, mm-hmm. right? But but there's also the, can you help me? Mm-hmm. Can can I bring you into this situation? Mm-hmm. And that that is, I think, the next level of vulnerability. Yeah. Sure, we can say something in passing. Sure, we can do something in passing. I mean, I offend people all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's 
You're 90, offending me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Is it my face? <laughs> it's just your my general, general energy. Yeah. yeah. You, you always do say that when you watch. What did we say the other day? That Didn't you send me a, a meme or something that's like the minute my I wake up in the morning. Sometimes I just want to smack you. <laughs> you like sometimes I'm just looking at you. I just want to hit you. Yeah. But then you're gone for like 24 hours and I miss you so much. I know, but and most I days I you. do, I do get the sense you want to smack me. I generally do. Yeah. And so I, but give I off. wouldn't have it any other way. And I wouldn't want to smack anyone other than you. Oh, thanks. babe. <laughs> and so I do give off that, like I've made you mad vibe uh, yeah. and I, not just you, like the mm-hmm. generic you, I, yep. I, I piss people off. Yeah. There's something about you. And yet I can also get them back around oh, on yeah. my side. There's something like, about you. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> I know that it's a spell. Yeah. And yet I it's highly unintentional. Mm-hmm. Our daughter right? has that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Veil Veil is a walking. I'm enamored mat. and irritated all in one bundle constantly with her. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what she does with her life. And well, the thing is, I'm now looking <laughs> what I believe to be a female version of me. 100%. And I'm so scared. <laughs> you should I'm, be. And then I think to myself, if that is the vibe that I give off? <laughs> oh, no, oh no! My only oh, goal no, with our no, daughter no. is to to, from my perspective, looking at you. If I can prevent the Bombay self sabotaging gene in my daughter, look out, world. Yeah, she. I don't even know. Yeah, it's either she's going to be like. Catherine Kuhlman or Judge Judy. <laughs> right. Wow. Way to drop some names that maybe nobody knows. Oh, uh, the people, 50 plus crowd will like it. <laughs> right. And oh, there's a three of you. There's a ton of 50 plus crowd. <laughs> Becky, you know who we're talking about. Oh my um, gosh. And so yeah. I guess my, my, my point was that to bring people into the rubble, you mm-hmm. are exposing yourself on another level, mm-hmm. on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Because not only are you saying I messed up, mm-hmm. but now you're saying... I need your help to deal with this. Yeah. So whether that is a pride thing, whether mm-hmm. it's a fear of looking dumb, whether it is sin, mm-hmm. whether it's, um, you know, the list goes on and on of stuff that we, you know. This this week I said to my friend, I, because they used to always check in with me midweek and say, how's your week going? And I was like, I would tell them, hey, it's going. And I would always think, oh, I should probably do that back to them, but I just never did. And I said to them, I think the reason why is because I have this innate belief that when someone checks in with me on my week, it's not because they actually want to know, it's because they're being nosy. And so I generally don't reach out to people because I have a fear of people thinking that I'm just being nosy. Right. But for me to say that to them was a huge, huge deal for me because that is a weakness or like a level of crazy that maybe I shouldn't be oh, <laughs> sharing honey, with honey, others. There's a whole lot of crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, we're not even allowed to go to people's houses yeah. during the week because you have this idea that we're not supposed to go out during the I've week. I've outgrown that. And you also think that if anybody comes by or hangs out or goes out after seven o'clock, <laughs> that is late. <laughs> why, why are people out? Why is anybody knocking I on our door? I am a geriatric millennial. What? Okay. What? I am a top tier elder millennial. Top tier? Like, <laughs> is this some sort of faction or guild you're talking about? Uh, yeah. I think I'm the second year in of the millennial generation. I think it's, I don't know if it's 82 or 83. I have to look it up because you're Gen X. Sure. Yeah. Generation next, generation next. The Pepsi commercial, that was you. Okay. I'm a millennial. Oh. 
but I'm an old millennial, which means I still have a pretty good work ethic. <laughs> wow. That's a topic for another I don't later. believe in avocado toast at a restaurant. Oh, okay. Waste of money. Waste of money. And I own a home. <laughs> However, but I think that's because I married you. Honestly, I'd be, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't have anything. Um, where was I going with that? The crypto. No. Oh. Well, I'm it into that too. It was the 90s. <laughs> we did not hit the harms no, on that. Uh, we are going to add that into our little loop thing here oh. where we can hit it and then it'll Shamalahama. just... And then Shamala Hamala as well. Sweet. Um, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Well, a dead air on a podcast. Yeah. Sorry. But anyways... Those are all good points. <laughs> what, were, what were we talking about? Now I we don't got know. thrown right we off got when the thrown 90s. Right, 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 off. right off. Yeah, just mm-hmm. well, you said it. Um, oh, expose, like, you know, like putting yourself out there for people. Yeah. And how, like, it's difficult, it's, it's tough, mm-hmm. it shows weakness. And, and so you, your friend, and you were talking mm-hmm. and you put yourself out there mm-hmm. and. Yeah, we segued from that though, dear. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't remember. Don't Anyways, it doesn't matter. It was a shout out because I'm a geriatric millennial. Right. Well, you are a geriatric. Oh, just the the weaknesses that we see and and how like you don't like going out. Oh, in the that's what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 The evening thing. We don't go out because we're busy working now. I'm 37 almost. Yeah. I have things to do. I've got children to raise, a church to care about. And you are a... And a pretty solid Instagram. <laughs> well, and you're a solid introvert and an HSP, yeah. Enneagram 5, I'm which a, makes for a... I need to be in my room by about 6.30 I am your worst nightmare night. of a spouse for you. No. Extroverted. No. No? No, because I think if there were oh. two extroverts in this house... Too much. They would be... Well, what our kids would never survive. No. No. Never. Because, no. Well, Vale's pretty, like... She's pretty good to go, like... If you say, we're going to go for a car ride or we're going to go to this, yeah. she likes to go and do it. Bennett is 100% me and he yeah. panics if his alone time is sabotaged. Yeah. The only thing he will sacrifice that for is basketball. Right. So he likes yeah. to protect his time, his yes, progress. Yes, he does. He that. is 100% me. Oh, you yeah. want it? You're circling back no, no, because no. we got off topic. <laughs> no. I know what you're doing, Pastor Matt. Listen, I don't need this, okay? Protect I'm, your progress. I'm going through a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But, you know, I, so... So not only did I say, okay, so yeah, I am bringing it back mm-hmm. in the sense that we had to bring people into our rubble and that's yeah. tough and that's yeah. hard. How did you feel when you did that though? I, I felt good because I'm like, it got it out there. With time and age, I would be, a per- I used to be a person that would die for an opinion, like die, die on an opinion and like need to keep that opinion and I would burn a bridge because of it. Even if you were completely wrong. Yes. But even if I'm passionate, if I'm just passionate about it, if that's the way that I see it, I would, I would rather lose a relationship than lose the opinion or the stance. But with time and age, I'd rather keep the person, keep the relationship and just accept the fact that there's differing views and that that's how I feel and move on. Because okay, people well, become more important to me. Well, okay. I know. What, my people. What, what has happened? I know. You used to be so black and white. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me? I'm still pretty black and white. That there is a potential of a little bit of gray in your life? A, l- a little bit, yeah. Wow. Well, no, I used to, I, I honestly didn't used to really appreciate people even. Or yeah. relationship. Right. I... 
because I was young and I just thought, oh, well, whatever. I can just replace them with different people, like different church, different group of friends, different city, different job. All of those things were just like, meh, whatever. But as I get older, I'm like, these are my people. This is my church. This is my city. This is my job. Like, so it's, it's worth it to me to get in the rubble with someone else, to have them come into my stuff, to work through, to rebuild walls, to not burn bridges, all of those things and keep the relationship. Right. So the idea of like doing life together. Yeah. Like literally doing life. So Rejoicing with those who rejoice and weeping with those who weep and vice versa and just bringing people in as if they were family, that you can't just get rid of them just right. because, yeah. right? And, then, and, and so you go through life together with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. You're not always best friends. You don't always like them, mm-hmm. um, but you will always love them. Yeah. And, and I think that's the important part of being able to be around people who help protect that progress in your life because mm-hmm. they care more about you as an individual than bothering you or offending you. Oh, yeah. Right? And Josh and I have been friends for almost 20 years. Yeah. And Josh and I, I mean, he was over here the other oh night gosh. and we had it out, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we had a little bit of a, nah, I mean, it wasn't but, no. a big deal. It was an uncomfortable conversation for me because it was two Enneagram 8s who are very different in their actual like personal characteristics and styles. Sure. So I can't handle that, but... Yeah, well, well we yeah. just had a differing view on on something in regards to church and life. Mm-hmm. And we, we hash it out the way we hash it out as an Enneagram eight, which is challenge, push, challenge, push, challenge, push. It actually sounded a lot like our discussions and conversations when we get into it right. a little bit. I and, sided with Josh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but, but at the end of the day, I don't take what he says offensively. I don't take what he says as, well, we can't be friends. Because I think we're now living a day and age where if we have differing opinions, we're not allowed mm-hmm. to be friends anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not even going to go on a tangent about, you know, all the stuff in the church world about are you this or are you that? Or mm-hmm. in the real world, are you this or that? And we can't have, you know, well, I'm going to unfriend you on social media because we, we, we look at stuff differently. Oh, I literally did that though. But they weren't actually people that I do life with. I think there's a difference between burning a bridge and setting a boundary. No, and and that's a whole different podcast. I know, but I'm just saying that's the difference. Like my friend, if they disagreed with me, I'm not going to unfriend you and say, go kick rocks. But that's my point. I think when you allow yourself to open up and bring people into your rubble, they care more about you as a person Mm -hmm. than your differing opinions, than your differing... um, you know, stances in life, mm-hmm. but also want to see you flourish mm-hmm. and and grow. And so they're willing to challenge you on stuff. And I'm glad that we have the people in our lives that do challenge us. Do I always like it? No, no. I don't. No one does. Yeah. But am I better for it? A hundred percent. Well, and it's just another aspect of protecting your progress in like in the sense of your relationships, right? Like that's all part of who you are in your journey towards who you're becoming. It's all the people that you bring along with you and all the stuff that you share together. Yeah, that's good. See how I brought that back around like that? Honey, you are a magician when it comes to words. So Seriously. really appreciate it. Um, so with that, mm. we also then um, talked about bringing people into your rubble, Mm -hmm. surround yourself, um, and then like fill in the gaps. Mm -hmm. And so 
what do you do mm-hmm. on the regular to so you you obviously brought up already that you listen to mom mom pa spiritual mm-hmm. parents every yeah. day yeah i do uh, is there anything else that you do to kind of keep your progress at least because progress implies mm-hmm. That you're moving forward, that there's momentum, that there's something building. Um, You can't claim progress and then look at the same thing over and over again for a long period of time and they see nothing happening, though, while we're we're progressing. No, no, you're not. Yeah. So what are you doing? How does Tegan Mm -hmm. move forward? What does she do? I would say that I'm, well, I think I'm pretty self-aware. (laughs) I was like waiting for your face on that one. There are certain areas that I'm pretty self-aware in. And so for me, I know what my weaknesses are. I I have looked back over my life with hindsight and been able to recognize the things that brought me down in the past. So getting overly anxious, overthinking, not reading my Bible, not taking a moment to step back and think things through or pray things through instead of trying to control them. Um, I have become very aware of those things over the years. And so I, and I've done a lot of spiritual work with the Lord on these things because I do not want to be fighting those same battles for the rest of my life. I want to be able to conquer them and help other people do the same thing. So, Now I can recognize when I'm starting to get into one of those situations or when I'm starting to get derailed. And over the years, I've learned how to become focused again, to recenter. I wrote a blog post a couple weeks ago about how a couple weekends ago, I totally got anxious over multiple things in life, not just one thing. And it just totally set off my whole weekend I just became paralyzed. I could barely get anything done. I just kind of like sat on the couch here and was scrolling aimlessly for hours. And um, I recognized it as the weekend came to an end, had an opportunity to reset. But years ago, that would have been a spiraling situation that would have taken me out for weeks or months or gotten me into this habit of it happening more and more often. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that would have progressed the wrong way. 100%. Right? It would have built on top of things. And not only would it have ruined your weekend, it would have messed up your week, which then would have built right into the next weekend, so on and so forth. No, I think that's good. Like, I think um, the self-awareness piece is huge because, um, let's be honest, I think a lot of people... Ironically, when people do job interviews, mm-hmm. you know, they can they can say a million and one things that are bad about them, right? Like, mm-hmm. tell me some of your strengths. And you're like, well, I got this, this. Tell me some of your weaknesses. Oh, I'm this, this, and this. But interestingly enough, that's not really, ironically, that's not true. Because mm-hmm. we, we often don't really want to work on those things because they're hard. Mm-hmm. So much easier to be the same yeah it's so much and especially if it affects other people mm-hmm. the me monster thing that mm-hmm. i keep talking about we're we're significant me monsters mm-hmm. 
And if, if somebody's challenging me to change or challenging me to change an attitude or, well, or with Jesus, with me, it's change an attitude, mm-hmm. right? Or change a perspective on something. Yeah. It's like, eh, God, that's so hard. Yeah. I don't really want to do that. And yet then we wonder why Israel walked around the desert forever. Yeah. You know, a journey that was supposed to take a short period of time took forever. Yeah. And we walk around these mountains in our lives when, when we could get over them or build a bridge and move on. But mm-hmm. we just keep going back going, well, no, I'm going to try it my way or I'm going to try it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to control the situation and control the outcome the way I'd like it to be. And I think part of protecting our progress is allowing people into the process. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, I know. Just yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while. <laughs> Every once in a while. And, and and I think people includes Jesus and God, mm-hmm. right? Like when we allow him into the process of our life, our progress now can be protected. Yeah. And I think we see that with Jesus. He he continually went to the Father. He continually went to God seeking wisdom and 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 even strength for the day. Just God, today is going to be a crappy day. I know it's going to be bad. I know it's going to be tough. I'm tired. I didn't get enough sleep. My kids are driving me nuts. My work sucks. My my relationships are tough. I I need I need you to step in to this process so that my progress doesn't take a step back because mm-hmm. it's so easy that we can let one day, one moment, one situation shoot us backwards. Mm-hmm. And then we think, crap. Yeah. How did I how did I get here? And then we think, well then what's the point? Yeah. Why even try? Because I'm just gonna go back again. I think the key to progress is refusing to run when it gets difficult. And I think a lot of people give in when it gets hard. I think they run from situations that are difficult, that are uncomfortable. I think they don't actually realize and understand how strong they are and um, how much they can actually conquer and overcome. And I think the key to progress is always conquering the thing that is the most stressful, the thing that causes you the most anxiety the thing that challenges you and the thing that you want to run from because every time you face it and every time you conquer something like that, it gives you the ability to realize what you're capable of doing, especially when you do it with the Lord. And that for me has been my biggest thing when it comes to progress in my life is refusing to run from the things that are challenging me. Awesome. uh, I'm not going to try to re-preach your final point. That was well done. What do you need to do? You've got something you no, need to do. No, I just want to keep... Oh, I see. I want to keep us to about a half an hour. Okay. As per I get normal. that. Okay. So uh, thank you for joining us uh, tonight. <laughs> okay. Um, and I hope uh, that you got something from this podcast. And I uh, hope that you have a wonderful day when you're listening to this, whenever that may be. Have a wonderful night or day. Peace. Bye, guys. 